So Merry Christmas. It is a joy to see you here this morning, and it is more a joy to get this chance to celebrate the birth of Christ with you. If you are are visiting or worshiping with us for the first time, or if you are back after a long absence, then I want to especially welcome you on this glorious, glorious day. Welcome one and welcome all. So I think, I think we all know the Christmas story. We all know the story of a couple, a simple couple, a a couple who blends right in with the crowd being on a journey. We might not know much about Christianity, but we, we all know a little something about this couple. We know about Joseph and Mary who have to travel to Bethlehem for a census. We know that Mary is forced to give birth to her child, and after he is born, Mary lays him in an an animal's food trough, a manger, because there is no room for them at the inn. On one level, there is nothing particularly remarkable about this family. Joseph is a, a tradesman, a carpenter, He is a nobody. Mary is also a nobody, just a young, pregnant woman. The child is, in most ways, like any other child born to poor parents. These people are just three people pushed around by the power of the Roman Empire. They are just a few of the many in their time who are forced to to relocate in order to satisfy the whims of bureaucratic indifference. They are just like the countless others throughout the centuries who have been pushed around by forces greater than themselves in order to appease the grand plans of the powerful and the important. They are not so different from those held in our immigration detention centers or in our industrial prison complex. They are not so different from refugees fleeing conflicts throughout the world. They are undesirable and seemingly superfluous, except as something to be exploited. They are just as common as exploited people are in every, every generation. And yet on another level, this is a miraculous and amazing family. And their child is all the more miraculous. Don't get me wrong. He is fragile and vulnerable. He is poor and exposed. This baby is only protected by the love of his parents. And yet this child is truly a gift, and a gift like no others. And this fragile and vulnerable gift invites us to greet this day in true wonder and true amazement. We are coming to this morning in awe, and, revel and, and we are to revel in this mystery. The Gospel of John tries to give us a window into this mystery. John's gospel, which we heard this morning, 
does not give us mangers or shepherds or even angels. We are not told of wise men. In fact, we are not given a birth story at all. Instead, John's gospel asks asks us to, to take a step back and to see the big picture. I mean, not just a step, but it, to take a lot of steps back and to see the really, really big picture. For this gospel takes us all the way back to the beginning. Not to the birth, but to the very beginning. To the beginning of the beginning. We are to hear this morning in John's gospel echoes of Genesis. Because even before In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We are to hear this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. At the start of it all, there is this Word. There is this Word that is both with God and is God identical to, but also distinct from God. And it is through this word, we are told, that all things came into being. If it exists, then we are told that it came into being through this word. In fact, this word is the source of all life, and it is this life that is the light of all people. It is this light that shines in the darkness For indeed, darkness will not and cannot overcome it. It cannot overcome this light. This word is the organizing principle of creation. This word is the source of all life. This word is light. It is truth and beauty and justice and peace. This word is love. This word is divine is God. But then there is this startling and scandalous news, this remarkable and paradoxical mystery. For we are told that this word, this divine word, became flesh and lived among us. Or as one translator put it, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. When we embrace this news, then we can see the true wonder and mystery of Mary and Joseph's baby. When we hear that God's word has assumed a real, honest human life, then we can begin to understand just how much God loves us. For out of love for us, God becomes human and lives a human life. God comes to be with us, with the whole of humanity, but especially with those who are marginalized and exploited. God, the creator and sustainer of the world, becomes like us, indeed becomes us, our brother, our friend, and therefore also vulnerable and fragile. And all the while, all the while, this real human life is light. For this life 
shows us the way to God and the way of God. This life illuminates our life as it illuminates our need. It is a light that shines in the darkness that the darkness cannot overcome. And we desperately need this light. But we are a people who walk in darkness. Often this darkness is of our own creation. We choose to live in darkness and and we cut ourselves off from seeing. But there is also the darkness that is greater than us, the darkness that seems to cling to our lives and our community, to our society and to our species. There is so much injustice in this world, so much oppression and exploitation. There are wars and violence in our streets and in our homes. We are a people in desperate need of hope. So much is broken, and because this is so, we fear. We fear for our lives. We fear for the state of our country. We even fear for the future of our planet. And so we need this light, and we need the joy and the hope that this light brings. We need this light that brings justice and peace. We need this light that is Jesus. For Jesus is God's gift to us, God's word of love to us. God says to us in Christ, you are loved, and I stand with you and walk among you. You are forgiven. You will know healing and justice and peace. In Christ, God has torn down the barriers that separate us from God and from one another. Nothing, nothing separates us now. For this child shall be known as Emmanuel, which means God with us. The whole life of Jesus is God's gift to us. And it is the light that the darkness of sin and death can never overcome. God enters into complete and utter solidarity with us in order to save us from all that would strip us of our God-given dignity. And so if we long to see God's light, then let us turn back to this common and yet remarkable baby in the manger. If we long to see God's light, then behold this infant, fragile and vulnerable, just like any of us. If we wish to see God's light, then let us turn our hearts and minds, our hopes and our love toward this child. For indeed, Indeed, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. Amen.